Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So just a little reminder as we're working our way through the book of Exodus here, where we're at is Moses is on top of Mount Sinai receiving these instructions from the Lord. The Ten Commandments have already been given. Uh, Moses is up on his own. Aaron and her are dealing with the people, uh, not her H-E-R, but her U-H-U-R. So I'm not really sure if I said that right or not. But they're dealing with the people down there um, at the bottom of the mountain in case anything goes wrong. And Moses is receiving these instructions from the Lord. And particularly here, he's receiving instructions on the tabernacle, right? The place that God is going to reside amongst his people. And it's, um, again, it's, it's not the most enticing part of scripture. Like it's not the most like, you know, kind of sitting on the edge of your seat, reading it, action packed, David and Goliath, Daniel and the lion's den kind of passage. But it's so important because it's telling us, um, really a lot about who God is and the requirements that God has for his people, which is a big deal. Um, and so, but here there's kind of a cool thing. So remember the tabernacle has been set up. The instructions are there on what it's to look like, how big it's supposed to be, what's going in it, and all these things. And here, Exodus 28, God gets into what the priest from the tribe of Levi, what the priests are going to be wearing. Um, and so if you read it, basically it is, um, and it's 43 verses, right? 43 verses of what the priests are to wear and what they're to wear as they're serving the Lord in the tabernacle and as they're making sacrifices and as they're doing these things. Now, here, uh, I, I want to just encourage you, man, to go and read this on your own. Uh, we don't have time to read 43 verses, but I'd encourage you to read it on your own. And, and I, maybe even stop it I, after you listen to this next part. Maybe pause this podcast and read it and then come back and listen uh, after I give you this quick Bible tip here. like I think this is just a good, healthy, practical Bible tip, not just for when you're reading like Exodus 28 and it's about what priests are to wear, but even if you're reading, like right now we're in 1 Peter and we read 1 Peter chapter 1, I, I think it's a healthy exercise to be able to read a passage and then come away from that passage being able to sum up kind of in one sentence or a statement kind of what that looks like, right? I, I, so for example, this past Wednesday night, we preached on 1 Peter 1, verse 22 through 25. And kind of our main idea is that love should be the heartbeat of every believer. And that doesn't mean there's nothing else to point out there. I mean, we talked a lot about the word, the living and enduring word of God and, and what that love is supposed to look like. But there, Peter's challenging us to love one another, right? And so that's looking at it and saying, okay, what is the the kind of the big main point that's happening here. And I think that's really helpful to do when you enter Exodus 28, because if you read it, like, and you're reading individual verse by verse, which is a good thing to do, but you're sitting there, okay, like verse 22, it says, you are to make braided chains of pure gold cord work for the breast piece. You're like, okay, God, that's great. How does that apply to my life? Because I'm not wearing armor today. I'm not wearing a robe. I'm not, like, how, how does this apply? So I think it's good to be able to read the whole thing and then really step back and think, okay, what, what is God doing here? Like, what's the main point? And I think that's always good and helpful to read our Bible because I, I tell you what, what I've noticed and what I'm thinking as I'm reading Exodus 28 is this fashion is elaborate, man. I mean, you read this, I mean, this is like fashion to the max. I mean, waistbands that are golden and these robes and all the, these turbans that they're wearing. I mean, crazy stuff and it's fashionable and it's epic and it's so detailed, right? I mean, it's so detailed what they are to wear. And I look at this and the thought that I come away thinking is this, 
God is basically saying to the priest, you can't come into my presence in just any way you want. Right? God's saying, God saying to the priest, God's saying to the people, you, you can't just stroll up into my presence uh, like, like you own the place. Right? You can't just stroll up into my presence like um, and not have done any like preconceived work or cleaning or, or nothing. Right? No, no, no. There is a way you have to be when you enter into my presence. And I, I look and we're going to see this in the next chapter too as a theme of, of when it's talking about sacrifices and stuff like that. But, but I look at this and I'm thinking, man, what, what does that mean for me today? Okay. Apart from Jesus, I can't enter into the presence of God, right? God's presence is so holy, it's so sacred, it's so pure that myself, in and of my righteous deeds, in and of my righteousness, I'm not able to enter in the presence of God. I mean, what does Isaiah say? He says our righteousness is just as filthy rags, right? So so I need to think about how I approach God the Father. And now what's amazing is we know in the New Testament that, man, we have been clothed in the righteousness of Christ. So think about this imagery for a New Testament person. They know for the priest that they had to be clothed in all these elaborate ways in order to go before God and serve God in the tabernacle in this way. And yet now we think about when Paul says that we have been clothed in the righteousness of Christ. So I'm telling you, not not much has changed here between the priest and us. I say not much has changed. A lot has changed, but, but the general sense of it hasn't. God is telling the people, you can't just enter my presence and whatever you want. And the same is true for us today. We can't just stroll into the presence of God however we want to. We need to be clothed in something. And for the priest, they were clothed in these incredibly elaborate clothes and this detailed clothes. And we are clothed in the righteousness of Christ and in the blood of Jesus. And so it's just interesting there. And I think if you, you could get really bogged down by the details here and get really frustrated. But when you step out and say, okay, what's the main point? What is God really telling his people here? He's telling them that they can't approach him in just any old fashion or any old way, that there's a certain way by which you come. And the same is true for us, that you and I, by the gracious blood of Christ, by the spilled blood of Christ for your life and my life, we've been clothed in his righteousness. And because of that, we can approach the presence of God. So just like these priests, we, we can't come to God in any old way. We can't come to God in any way we want. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We come before God being clothed in the righteousness of Christ. So, so take root, take heart in that this morning, that it's not your good works. It's not what you did. It's what Jesus did for you by grace, through faith. Accept that today. And man, that's just an encouraging thing to think about. That Man, I, I can't come to God in any way I want. But praise God that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life that gave his life for me. And so now I've now been clothed in the righteousness of Christ. And that's really, really good news for wherever you're listening to this podcast today. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.